know you guys remember East 1999. What did you just say? East 1999 was the album. I didn't even say Corona. You look like a bone. And a harmony. Welcome back, everybody, to She and I. I am your host, Beloved, and I always have my very special host with me, <laughs> India Marie. India Marie and Beloved, and this is She and I. The best thing that happened on Tuesday, well, since Monday. And before I get started, I wanted to start rapping right there and I forgot so can I can I have a moment to myself real fast what standing on a corner straight slanging rocks oh there go the mother fucking cough lord have mercy give it up for me one time <laughs> for the love of money you have to do the most cause All I love the time. I love money and I love money so much that I am honored and I have the esteemed pleasure, sound like a grown-up, to have two phenomenal guests with us. And they are from the Our House Pod. Give it up for them one time. Our House the Podcast. It's the Our House Pod. They may not know. I'm sorry. And it didn't come out very clearly. If they're going they to search it, let's search Our House Podcast. Is it like the podcast? Said, like, yeah, yeah that's like what I said, thought. Like, our house, the podcast. But sound like you mean like an hour, but no. Our like you and I. Our house, like we live here. <laughs> oh, <we? laughs> anyway, without further ado, <laughs> welcome to the show, Marcus and Jamaria. What's going on? Hey. We oh are God. all here. <laughs> I wish I had the doorbell sound. You know what I'm God, damn. Out of all the sounds that I have, I forgot the doorbell sound. So India, like I always do, I want to let gratitude be our attitude and thank each and every person who continues to listen to the pod each and every week. Um, you guys are amazing. I love each and every one of you and I love the pod. I can pod every day of my life and I can drink a glass of wine and I won't think twice. They ain't really had shit to do with shit. I just thought that I would mention. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guests, let's talk to y'all, man. What's listen. Going on, man? I appreciate it. I never heard that song before in the beginning, by the way. What? I wasn't going to say that, but I felt like <laughs> hey, So let me tell you something, man. We're about to get on this podcast and embarrass like, me, man. What's up? I mean, it was a vibe. You know, I was vibing to it, but Good. I was like, I don't know that song. We'll listen. <laughs> so after the entire podcast is over, we're going to listen to the entire song because I need you to know that song. Okay. That yeah, embarrass you? Come on. Yeah, you can. You know any Balthas and Harmony songs? I think so. Okay. I blame you. I think I do. It's okay, you should know the it's most your popular fault. one. It's my fault. Dougie Shrug is your Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do okay, know. Okay, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. We got it. But, so, look, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a working part. Um, Easy E was on this. So, the part I began to rap was Easy E's part. You know, he discovered, he signed Bone Thugs to Ruthless Records uh, right when he, they were the first act on Ruthless Records, if I'm not mistaken. 
Now, might be. Really? After he left Death Row and all of that. Anyway. Baird is a music nerd. I don't think <laughs> anybody even know that. Baird knows so much about music. He don't make no That's good. North So, India. What's up? Can I start with the guests and ask? Yeah, don't first? ask me nothing. How, how, how has you guys week been so far? Week, weekend, week been thus far? It's been good. I right mean, on. you know, just trying to make it through this heat and rain and Listen, all that good stuff. Well, the heat will take everything out of you. You think you're cool? Heat will knock the cool right out of you. Heat will punch you in the chest and let you know you're not cooler than me, buddy. <laughs> That's I know what that's he right. Do to you. Well, that's how I feel. Knock the wind out you. Man, listen. When we were at the park, I was like, "All right, Blake, truck it out to the car." <laughs> listen, it's not. It's not. Marks, what about you, man? Man, how it's been feel? good, man. Just you know, making things happen for the week. I like it. You know, what I like saying? it. Trying to, trying to help as many people as I can. Hey, okay. talk about it. We're gonna talk about you that know. in quite a few seconds. Just quite a few. Just a few seconds. India, <laughs> how was your week, my darling? Ooh, boy, got some swag tonight. You a head ass. <laughs> Talk to me. My week is going fine. And I'm, I hope I'm you're... a little tired. Um, I feel that. I'm a little tired. So let's talk about something real fast before we move any 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 further. I want to let everybody in this room know and everybody who listens to the podcast know. India texted me out of the blue about two or three days ago. And the text message read, I'm going vegan. <laughs> So when I, it's all in red, like I'm going vegan. So when I read this, I'm thinking like, well, look, if you're going vegan, I'll meet you there. Cause I'm not going with you. Well, if, uh, if, I'm, if I'm cooking the food. Right on. Like you're going to eat some of the meals. Yeah. But I can also go to Chick-fil-A because they also cook food there. Okay. And get Come on now. Chicken. Come on eat, now. If you want to eat fried food every day of your life, then go ahead. Cause you I know, think Chick- you need to be a little bit more supportive. Chick- Chick-fil-A. What? Yes, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Marcus. You need thank to be on the journey so with us. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Because we know he's not eating grilled chicken from Chick Fil A because the grilled chicken don't taste good. The grilled chicken from Chick Fil A is trash. And I would it's agree. Nasty. I better not be speaking bad about Chick Fil A. I love Chick Fil A, but not that grilled chicken. I know, <laughs> right? Right. right. It's lacking. It's it lacking. Is. I don't know. I think they try too hard with the grilled chicken. Yeah. But you know what? I don't it's know. It's like a funny aftertaste. It is. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. So this. This is funny that usually when guests come on, it's like the girls are like right smack dead the line. But I like having Jamari on my side this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because no. I can't go vegan with you, sis. Nah. Mm-hmm. I think it's because we were both born in January. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Y'all need a nasty award then. <laughs> Capricorn need a nasty award. But I anyway. A, I don't think you're a Capricorn, are you? I'm Aquarius. No. See? Same shit. In January, same month, different toilet. You know what I mean? <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying. It's how, it's how I roll. Anyway, so oh, we like to play a game with our guests. And I want you guys to come on particularly because Marcus is a finance guru. He's a finance professional. And Jamaria is... His wife. So she had to come on as well. She's our friend. So she needed to come on. Not, not knocking her like that. Hey, she got to deal with some of my craziness. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you have to deal with Marcus and all of his budgeting aspects and everything that he mm. knows about money. Yes. So without further ado, since this episode is our finance episode, we are going to play a game with you guys. And the game is called 
basically what would you do that's one of my favorite ones so let's get into it please mm. my game is on you. I know this song <laughs> <laughs> thank god you know that song so here we go. First question, and you both can answer these questions, but Marcus, I kind of pose it to you first since you're right in front of me a little bit. Okay. Would you buy a home with your significant other if you've only been dating for three years, but you're dating seriously? Like you've been through a lot together, you know background, you've seen some traumatic things happen. Would you buy a home with that person? I would not. Okay. Uh, just because it's not no real commitment. Okay. Right? right? In my eyes. You know, I know some people don't believe in marriage and all that type of stuff, but I'm not about to make a huge purchase with somebody that is not really committed to me. Okay, but y'all been dating serious. It don't matter, man. Okay, we, we got we we got to be, you know, what I'm saying legally. You need binded. a legal. We need, yeah. we need some legal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if something go bad, now I got messy. this asset with you. Yeah. yeah. And then what we gonna do? Right. But which Mario? Let me ask you before I say my butt. Mm-hmm. Oh, same would, question. Yeah, same no. question. You wouldn't. Mm-mm. All right, now check this out. We all know that the prices in Nashville are going up and up and up. Mm-hmm. But that being said, as a lady, you really want the ring, but you also really want a house. Mm-hmm. So you still, you, you, would, you would kind of force the ring in that situation before the house. Or if you can buy the house right now, we should go ahead and consider the house before the ring. Because prices are going up. True. It ain't getting um, no cheaper. I'm not going to force the ring. Okay. Talk but to me. The ring gotta come before the house comes. I think okay. you're trying to put the cart before the horse. Yeah, okay. like you we know? need to commit to each other. I mean, I understand that it's like a serious relationship or whatever. So but you need to be on your knee. Yeah, when the ring get closing day. Like yeah, <laughs> because you know, like I said, it just gets too Fast. messy if you if you're not. And I mean, it can get messy if you marry and have a house right? together and yeah. then separate. That's messy too. But at least there's some sort of like laws in there that can it's work. True. But I mean, who's might... to say? Like, who's gonna be on the loan? Like, are y'all both going? Or not the loan, but well, yeah, the loan. Yeah. For the house, like the mortgage. Who's gonna be on there? Are y'all both? equal partners on it mm. or is one person let's say one person makes more money so they're the ones that have to like be the primary on the loan and, and if everything we're not married, and if we're not married there's nothing just kick you out yeah yeah it's something going darker criminal link it's true you know what i'm saying what so if, what's what if protecting? the house is in your name and but your significant other's name is on the deed then they can't then they can't. legally they can't kick you out right right okay yeah. But if if I do all the work and mm-hmm. everything's in my name and we just it's my boyfriend credit, girlfriend, my job that or my pay, my credit that's right. like on it, and you just live in there, but we together because we saying it's it's like our house. Yeah, you, I can <laughs> kick you the hell out. <laughs> hey, I, mean, now that, now that, I couldn't be comfortable. With. No, like, I think if I was if I were dating a guy and he was like, I want to buy a house, like, and we weren't married yet. He would have to put my name on the deed, at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. Like, because you're right. Shit hits the fan, and mm-hmm. I got to pack my shit up. You yeah. got to pack no. that shit up. Exactly. <laughs> it's time for you to go. Exactly. You got to hit the bricks. And but hit, from his standpoint, you know, I, I don't know why he would do that. Well, maybe because they want to buy a larger house, so he would probably combine both of their income 
with hopes of getting a larger home. That could be true, but you can also wait. What's the rush? Because houses, the prices are going up drastically every day. So from they my, gonna go down. From my vantage point, the market right. is gonna correct itself, right? Okay. I mean, you can start seeing from now that you got inventory just sitting on the market, right? So what does that mean? That the prices are gonna start dropping. So it's not like it's an urgent thing that you have to do today. All right, quick question I think for supply you. and demand is changing. There it is. Somebody learning something. So how could you tell <laughs> that the market is going down? Like, how would you be able to tell that? Like, matter of fact, let me back up. How would the average person be able to tell that the market is going down? So a couple of things that you can start looking at, right? So if you're in a neighborhood and they're building a whole bunch of construction yeah. and you don't see people buying it, if it's just okay. sitting there. Right. It's true. Or you'll go on to like Redfin or the Realtor app and you start seeing a reduction in prices. OK. Yep. That lets you know automatically that the market is getting stale and that people aren't buying and they're starting to see that. We're going to have to lower these prices. To exactly. Sell these houses. Right. Exactly. You know, and I think that, you know, Nashville kind of has a it, it, it's being it's not represented all the way because there's so many people moving here. Right. So that's kind of what's been keeping it the market going a little bit in this area. Okay. But in other cities, then it may not be happening because they might not be seeing as much traction as like Nashville or you know surrounding areas. Okay. So guess what? We are not moving in to a home together if we've only <laughs> been dating for three years. Now, so, no, what I was going to say is it you saying it or is it? The wine saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say was, as a woman, if I know I want to get married, I am not going to necessarily move in to a house without at least an engagement ring. Yep. Simply because men are known to get very comfortable in mm -hmm. their situations. And if we're already just living together... Yeah, that's true. In a house that we bought. In a house that we bought. Mm -hmm. What? It's kind of it's kind of it, like the whole engagement marriage thing just kind of gets put on the oh, back burner at that time. It's like we're already sure. we're already pretty much married, so like mm -hmm. we don't need we to go like through it. all that. Yeah. I think the better yeah. question would be: Should we, as a couple who've been together for three years, decide to get married to go ahead and buy a house versus paying for a wedding? Okay, yeah. that was my I next question. With you, on a buying a purchase and an asset here. versus right. putting all this money into a wedding because I don't even really want to get into the conversation of what we did. Please don't. We, we are. <laughs> you know we're getting there. Hold it. Uh, we're getting there for sure. <laughs> we are going to get there. I, I have that. We're definitely going to get there. Well, let me ask these other two last, okay. last two questions. So I go to Jamari first. It's quick. Mm -hmm. Would you date somebody when you were dating? Didn't not met Marcus. He's out here just dating. Same thing for you, Marcus. Okay. Um, would you date someone who did not have a bank account? Like they had cash, but they is, didn't have the, a bank account. It's in the shoebox. So yeah. they just the got cash hey. in the house. Hey. And, and what's the reason that they don't have a bank account? I don't know. You put the pieces together. <laughs> I'm just saying they don't have a bank account. Could you so, date them seriously? Every time he took you out, he pulled out a rubber band bank. Oh, man. Okay. So, let's see. I, I don't think that I would just not go on a date with this person. Okay. I might go on a date. Yeah, because money spin. Money spin. You know. I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. That's that wine. It's all right. I'm going to go on a date. It's a hot but girl we, summer. Right. But, <laughs> but if we start... You know, getting serious. Okay. I'm going to start asking questions like, 
Why you got this shoebox of money? Like, why will you not go put this in a bank? Let's let's go to the bank together. Let's let's open, let's open up, up a up bank account. account. And if they're kind of like, nah, I ain't, uh-uh, I ain't trying to do that. And I'm going to be like, well, why not? Yeah. And depending on how this conversation goes, that will determine if I continue to go on these dates. Doing this one for the dope boys <laughs> and the traps. <laughs> Mark, say, obviously, it's, obviously, it's the dope boys. Nah, so, it or, doesn't or, have or to be. Come on, some illegal Come activity. On. Because what, not job, necessarily. what job is paying? It's not too many jobs left that's not paying you direct deposit. I can name quite a few, but Mark. Or they might, yeah, they're going to get checks and then go to. Yeah, <laughs> checking the cash. cash. Yeah. 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 I'm taking my check. To advance check cashing. They told me money. they'll cash any check size. Any. I'm going to the they gas do. station, personal, whatever. They'll cash any check. What about you, man? Uh, I definitely have, will have some questions just because of, of my line of business. Right on. You know what I'm saying? So I do know a couple industries that, you know, they can't put their money in there. So if you're in the hemp business, yep. you know um, what I'm saying? Okay. Because the money exactly. is not federal, you know, legal mm-hmm. yet. So, you know, they can't put their money in a bank account. Then I understand. Maybe she, you know, maybe she owned something. Hey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let, let me get a So piece. I think it's just more so about asking the right questions. But if you just you out here. got to communicate. You know what I'm saying? If you just out here just got cash and you don't really have a real reason, we got something to talk about okay <laughs> all right my last question it may sound a little bit strange but i know somebody who went through this situation would you marry someone who was still paying off a joint credit card that they Ooh. had with their ex um i'm gonna say yes okay that's, that's, i'm gonna say yes admirable. um just because if that was your ex, y'all had a joint card together. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a high line, a high credit line, and y'all spent a lot of money. And right. now you, you know, you've moved on to be with with me, and this is still an obligation that you have to fulfill. Because at the end of the day, if you don't pay it, that's gonna be on your credit, and then that's gonna affect right. us down the line anyway. For sure, so, that's a very mature way to think about it. it go is. ahead and pay that off. But then we we close it, <laughs> then we moving on. I got a twist, plot twist. Uh-oh. What if he's using you guys' money to help pay for that card off? A combined joint, a joint bank account. So now you're saying if Marcus is now X had they had a joint together yeah. and he's using our joint money to pay yeah. for it. Um, if I. If mm. how am I gonna wear this? If Not Marcus so mature I, after all. No, no, no. <laughs> if if Marcus and I are in a committed relationship, or better yet, if we're already like married, our money is our money. So okay, if that like is a that. debt that he has to pay. Okay. It just is what it is. I like, like it. I might not like it, and I might be asking a lot of questions like, how much more you got to go? Come on now. Like making sure that you know it's not still being spent so that right. the Balance is not decreasing. Right. If the balance isn't decreasing, I'm, we're going to be like, okay, like, come yeah. on. Like, what's happening here? It's time to stop. But if it's decreasing every single month, no one's spending anything on it, finish that, close it up, that's done. But like, yeah, like I said. Because the ex can't be spending on it either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that would be another it. issue. I'm like, if they spending on it, then that would be, you know, another scenario we'd have to play out at that point in time. But I, like... Like I said, if that's their card together, it would be affecting his credit if he don't pay it. It's true. So it got to get paid. <laughs> I think I would just love for it to be paid off before we got married. That's true. Yeah. 
<laughs> but my my first, I would just have one question. Like, yeah. so what was the what was the purpose or what was the intention of y'all getting this credit card together? I would, I would try to. That's where I would go with it. Like, maybe what they was, we was real serious at one point. What, yeah. was we, what was we doing for this? Maybe I was real serious. Like they were in love. Y'all were in love. Love. When we were dating, you put me on one of your cards. It's mm-hmm. true, but I paid the bill. But I was still on it though. Yeah, but you know, I think it's a difference when it's a joint card versus okay. I put you on as an authorized user. That's two completely different things. Yeah. Okay. Because really, if if you're an authorized user, I'm helping you. Right, because that's gonna help your credit score, yeah. but you're not liable, right? right and so I'm when I'm talking to a lot of clients, <laughs> I tell them one way to help raise your credit score is get on somebody' credit card as an authorized user, because yeah. now them paying their bill is gonna help boost your credit score. Right. So I was thinking long term, if we're gonna be together, let yeah. me help you build your credit. Yeah. Right. So that we can kind of do this thing together. But having a joint credit card <laughs> is something completely different. Yes, yeah. sir. I to mean, me, true. It I is. mean, I'm not about to do that with just the person I'm dating. That Hell no. But that's what I'm saying. That could be like really serious. Maybe they was getting ready to get married. We ain't there and then yet. It, but then it fell yeah, off. We need to figure some shit out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, listen. Well, we appreciate y'all for playing the game, man. That was amazing. Give them a round of applause, B-Love. Give them a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, boy. You sure you ain't been on this one? Yeah, bro? Been on you know, you too much me. Red Bull. What's up? No Red Bull. <laughs> Black, I did bring a bang to it. What happened right there? We'll figure it out later. But without further ado, hey, you know what time it is? Let me do what I came to do. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. All right, so we're going to keep this conversation going about finances, but before I get there, I got to ask old India a question. How do you feel about Instagram hiding likes right now or, or beginning to hide likes? Jamaria, you can answer too. I know you don't give a damn. I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that going to affect our relationship? I think it's going to affect our relationship. Let me bring it back in a more positive way. You and I. Because the thing about it is <laughs> now Instagram hiding likes will allow me to like Drea's pictures oh. <laughs> without you being able to see B-Love 1911 on all of Drea's joy. The list goes I on. I'd be like, damn, Bear done like out of booty pictures. I don't miss a picture. <laughs> if I miss a picture, my thumb is, must be injured or something. I'm double tapping. <laughs> Every time I get a champ, tap, tap on Drea. Part of me is like, uh, I don't really care, but I see why a lot of people are upset. Because, yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm making a lot of, I'm not, I mean, I make a little money every now and then from my Instagram, yeah. but I don't make a lot of money from my Instagram. So, it really and truly does not make me any different. I'm so excited. Well, I'm about um, to go to liking spree. But people who, like, really <laughs> make their bread off of Instagram, I can see why Yeah, it's a little... You know, I got a people yeah, a little bit of their bread and butter to be. That's why they need I, to have. I kind of, I was thinking about it earlier. I kind of feel like they should have hid followers and kept the likes because mm. people. Are, I mean, people can buy likes too, but a lot of people buy followers. Yeah. So now that they're like hiding the likes, okay, somebody gonna have a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. But. Did they do they really have a hundred thousand followers? Yeah. And now you really not gonna know because you ain't gonna see the likes. Yeah. Like, so you don't know the engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, 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 and, I mean, I guess influencer 
influencers are worried about, you know, their brand sponsorships or whatever. But yeah. if this is considering Instagram is like the major or, you know, the main social media network or whatever, they're going to find a way to yeah, still work with influencers on... because that's not that part of it. Like, um, social media influence and that part isn't dying anytime soon. That's no. why, like, there's so mm-hmm. many of these big companies that have, have like cut their marketing budgets or like reallocated the funds. Like, they're not paying for ads and um, commercials and Mm-mm. billboards and stuff like they used to. Right they're on. Paying these people I think on Instagram. now they're gonna look more into the analytics, like, because you, yeah. you as the user can probably still pull that. Right. Yeah. So a brand is just gonna be like, send me your analytics, show me some and numbers. And then they're gonna be looking at like your comments. Yeah. yeah. Your Better for them anyway, like, from a business standpoint, because yeah. I sure. want the real numbers versus what it, you know what it looks like. Right. right. So yeah. Give you know? me some proof. Show yeah. me some numbers. So let's stay right here. How many of you guys in this room, and even out there, how many of you guys made yourself an old person this week? Oh, I did. Yeah, you made, you made yourself an old lady. The face app. The face app. Oh, I didn't want to get you made it, bro. You made I it. Did. I did. Yeah, oh yeah. Everybody here. Oh, I did it too. I, I didn't did. post mine. Mine looked a little crazy. And I was talking about people all day, and, and, then, and then when I got home, it was just me and her sitting on the couch. So I was like. I guess I'm going to do it, too. <laughs> I want to see how old Marcus will look. Well, now Russia has our faces. I heard about that. And as soon as whatever. I saw the article, I deleted it. I did, too. Like, they don't still got your information. Damage is done. I'm keeping it out now. I'm keeping it. It changing nothing. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I didn't. I made myself old once, but I really wanted to see how I would look with a beard so I can impress India. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I didn't look that good, so you're not getting the beard from me, baby. No beard from me, baby. Well, I made myself that. look like a guy, and I looked like Marcus. Oh, this is true. Y'all cuss. I think that app really did really a disservice weird. to like the women because they. Yeah, we look really bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. They ain't caring about y'all in this thing. That's wild. So let's. So now I have another general question. Question. I'm sorry about. We're gonna get into finances. We're gonna have a good time with this. So my first question would be for the whole group who manages money better men or women depends on the relationship in our yep, relationship Andy, who do you think manages manages the money better you yeah. are okay good thank you are you happy no uh i i think it's situational like okay. too but in our relationship marcus is definitely the money manager like I mean, my parents my mom was sure. the money manager yeah so I think it's situational, right on. Uh, but statistics tells us that women are better managers. This is true, but they're not better investors. Okay, and there's two different things, right? So I can manage a household and manage my budget and stick to the goals that I set for myself, right? But when it comes to investing, there's when the difference comes in. All right, right. So- and I'm not saying this from you know my opinion, yeah. right? These are facts, right? So, uh, but I think it. For you know individual standpoints, it really just depends, and I don't think it's good when both people are trying to manage it, right? So mm-hmm. whoever is better at it, just let them do that and let that be their role. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So that being said, staying right there on like roles, do you guys think it's a good idea? And this is just a, an opinion based question um, to have a joint bank account or separate bank accounts in a marriage? Yeah, in a marriage. So, in a marriage. Um, I think that every marriage should have three accounts. Okay. I like this. Right? So one for the husband, one for the wife, and what we call an operational account or we call a joint account. Okay. All the money for our household operations needs to go into that. 
the the operation or the joint account. Right. Right. So at the end of the month, it really should not be a whole bunch of money left over in that account if you're doing it right. Okay. Right. So if you looked at that account, it should only have, you know, a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars at the at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you refill it back to the next month. The other two accounts are going for things that you, you know, you want to do. Right. Okay. So if I want frivolous wanna, spending. That's what I love to call it. Frivolous. <laughs> frivolous <laughs> spending. Matter of okay. fact, tell us Marcus's favorite word to use for what I like to do. Tell us about frivolous a, spending. Tell us about a frivolous situation you have, Marcus. Okay. <laughs> so here's a frivolous situation uh, that my wife loves to do. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of you husbands out here, as soon as you hear this, y'all gonna say, That's me. Preach. Uh, I already know. How you know? Because I know. And mm-hmm. here it is. You know the husband ain't the frivolous spender. I ain't. Right. I don't. But when I say this, it's gonna be them. It's gonna be y'all. I have Anytime a question I gotta ask y'all. She goes to Target. Okay. <laughs> that is a frivolous spend. Yes, because indeed. I guarantee you what you went in there for. Yeah. You got that, but you also got a whole bunch of items to go along with that. You so showed her what you just say, turn bro. your whole target run into a whole my brother. That's you sure therapy. You know don't what know to that. say. I know. I mean, the, the way the store is set up, it's set up for you. I mean, you got this little 99 cent thing. As soon it ain't as you 99 walk in, cent no more. Whatever it's it is. It's more like $5. $5. <laughs> so that's even worse. So now you already, as soon as you walk in, you $10 in because you didn't pick up two things. My wife loves I mean, they socks. they have the cutest little knickknacks. I do love socks. It's just like knickknacks. So every season, come on, it don't matter if it's 4th of July, she buying 4th of July socks. It's Easter, she buying Easter socks. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday Easter I bought socks. some school socks. They were See, socks you that look like pencils. How long and have you been? been out of school how long you been out of no, school I think it was for like teachers do you plan on being a teacher anytime right. soon <laughs> I'm just asking you know what I'm saying no what? they was cute you about to start grading papers just because you like, ain't Marcus been... do this paper let me grade you know with saying? my socks you ain't been in that 10 minutes you like already paper. $12 in <laughs> well and then it's the, 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 the women's section is yes. first the women's section is right there the men's section all the way in the back. I and I don't even want to go first. in the store I anyway. Mean, I, I, every time I go in Target, I, I have to go through the whole store. Me like too. I go through, to so the let me ask you this one question. I'm not the only one. I go it's buy the shoes and then I cut up that little middle aisle. Before frivolous? you get Please to the men's, I cut up that little middle aisle and pass the kids. See, I ain't got that yet. And then I keep walking <laughs> to the home, home aisle. Can I ask you one question? <laughs> when was the last time you went to Target and spent less than $100? <laughs> well, no, he, he knows. I haven't spent a hundred dollars recently. Eighty-five, sixty-nine. It's real close, close to one hundred. We are rounding up. You know my what I'm saying? dollars. What was that? I don't know. I'll figure she it out. Went in there for some diapers or something. Came out right. spent eighty-five dollars. She just did. She went. You know she told me. Hey, so, diapers are expensive. I ain't no mommy yet, but I know that. And that that's it, that is a fact. Facts. Before you guys got here, Indy was like, we have guests coming over. I need to go buy some wine. I'm like, sure, please go buy some wine. It doesn't take 25 minutes to run to the store and buy wine. All of a sudden, Indy came back with wine, eggs, juice, um, co- cookies. We were juice. out of breakfast right. Guess what? Do we need cookies? That's not frivolous. <laughs> okay, that was like the That's only household extra. Needs. I, bought, I bought eggs. Uh, chicken sausage and waffles. Coming from a person who wants to be vegan, I don't think those cookies <laughs> will. <laughs> Girl, please. Besides, everybody the, knows you're lying because we talk about this. The reason why I got the cookies is mm-hmm. because Jamaria asked for this sweet Stella Rosa wine, and I was and like, it's "Well, good, I gotta y'all. have it's it's a sweet wine, so you gotta have like a little a sweet what? snack. Yeah, it's like dessert. You sound wine. bananas right now. No. The only thing you need is a Rice Krispie treat." <laughs> 
That's I ain't want sweeter today. than them cookies. Yes, Lord, yeah. I ain't want from McAllister's. Than them cookies. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so now I got a quick question. Another, this is all about finance. I'm just getting into it. So you said, man, that having an operational account, a separate account. I was reading um, a few articles today because I just you know, I want to be versed about the pot. I was reading a couple of articles today that said how millennial couples are having financial talks a lot more than our parents did, mm -hmm. which is keeping us in our relationship or well, making our relationship stronger. Now, I did some more research and I found out even now things have now shifted where at first, a couple of years ago, the top reasons for divorce finance was like number two. Now, the top reason are lack of commitment, infidelity, conflict, um, marrying too young and finances is the fifth reason, fifth largest reason why couples get divorced. So it might be. So it moved down. Yeah, it might come as a surprise because I know a lot of people do argue. So another article said that 82% of couples say that they, sh they have a strained relationship when it comes to financial talks with their significant other. So my question would be how would you guys, would you guys say that it's a good thing to talk about finances even before you? Get engaged. 100%. Oh, yes. 100%. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to go first? You want me to I mean, do you? I know this is your lane. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so I don't want to step I mean, on your toes. I, you know, you've been with me for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I would hope that a lot of this stuff that I've been you know, rubbed off has yeah. been, has, you know, Scotch guard. You, so I'll let you go. Well, yeah. I was just going to say, like, you have to talk about it beforehand because right. if you don't, then that is part of the reason why people would argue about it because you get into this marriage and you find out about that credit card with the ex. There you go. Real <laughs> talk. Yeah. And you find out about all this debt. Yep. And a lot of times people might get into a relationship in front about how their finances are just so great. Right. And they so good on the surface level. Yeah. But it's not until y'all get real serious and start trying to buy a house or, you it's know, true. make big purchases together and one party can't do it because their finances is messed up. That is. So it, that can really, really mess up a marriage in the beginning mm -hmm. if you don't discuss it before. And you got to know what you're getting yourself into. We didn't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. I knew. I, knew I mean, about you knew. You. We you didn't know in depth though. The Lord, like I when was, we got ready to buy the house, I was like, we can't use my income. <laughs> Done. It's all she said. Like, I didn't know anything else. Yeah. I knew she had um, student loan debt, but I didn't know exactly How the much? strength of the student loan. Mm -hmm. Boy, that student loan debt is like the rock. So, <laughs> a couple rock. things uh, I would Dwayne say. Johnson. Well, student loans don't really affect you when you're buying a house. Do you smell? Unless you're like not paying your student loan bill. That doesn't affect you buying a house. So the main thing, um, what I tell people about buying a house or making big purchases is that we want to keep our debt to income ratio below 45%. D e. Right? So, you know, the problem is, is that we don't understand how money works. Right? right. So I tell people, first, we need to understand SOI. Man, we don't know SOI. Tell people what SOI I thought SOI means... Let me tell you. Y'all won't even let me finish. S O I. Let me tell you what I thought it stood for. Okay. Shit. Out in it. <laughs> what? Shit. I don't know. Out I, in it. Then you repeated it. Stop. Oh, my bad. <laughs> don't make sense. But basically, what it stands for is, is sources of income. Oh, I knew oh. what that was. Okay. Right? Okay. And so 
we don't have a Why conversation. You just didn't say that? Because that's what that's what we call it. S O I. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's a financial planner brain. You know. So <laughs> we, we don't have a conversation about how we're making our money or how much we make. And okay. the funniest thing to me is when I sit down with somebody yeah. and I ask them how much they make and they kind of roll their head in the back, their eyes like they don't know how much you make. Right. You know how much money you oh, make. Oh, for sure. Hands down. You don't know nothing else. You know that. Exactly. Especially for right. people who have a W-2. Right? And you get it every year. You get it every year. You know how much money Exactly. You I, know, I think a lot of people get embarrassed though. And, yeah. and you shouldn't be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be. That's something that like and then especially if you, work like if you go and talk to somebody else about your finances and you haven't fully talked about it with your significant other. Mm-hmm. And y'all sitting there and they asking those questions mm-hmm. and like one person might be sweating because it's like, Here we got to right. <laughs> exactly. get out of exactly. that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because we'll never go anywhere as a race if we stop, if we never had these conversations. That's We're true. already yeah. 400 years behind. We sure right? are. So I'm not looking at you crazy if you don't make a whole bunch of money because you ain't had that much time to make money. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So you don't go to the doctor and withhold information when you need that blue pill. Yeah, well, boy, I need. I got a blue chew right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm taking one so, on vacation here recently. I'm going to take two, to be honest with you. I just bought a whole brand new pack of blue chew. <laughs> I tried to buy you something too, but it, I don't think it'll be here in it's time. It's going to be that time of the month. Ooh, so trying to run some red lights. Guess what? I'm it's gonna not- wait till I get back to shoot my old blue. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, my nah, brother. Nah, you nah, got nah, me excited. Blue. The blue shoe got me excited. In our community, we don't talk about money, and I think that's why back in the day, yes, sir, that you had issues, right? Because we weren't right. talking about it, you know. And a lot of women back in the day wasn't working, right? So all the pressure was on one person to have all this income, and mm-hmm. if something falls, now we we have a conflict because. Yeah. You know, she's mad, I'm mad, you know, all that type of stuff. So um, at the end of the day, we need to make sure that we're getting away from the conversation, especially when we're married, when you're saying my money, her money. It should be our money. Mm-hmm. Right. And a, a lot of people view it as, I don't know what she's doing. Right. Because okay. I'll sit down with clients all the time and, and I'll talk to one versus the other. And I'm like, well, what is your wife doing? Or what is your husband doing? And they're like, I don't know. And I don't care. But this it's is crazy. what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And that just always, to me, just threw me off guard. Right. I mean, and you probably hear those stories all the time. All the time. what you do. Um, now, with that being said, too, like going deeper than that, as far as spending goes. Mm-hmm. So, when we spend, is is married couple shit. Even when you're dating, when you spend, let's say I'm out here and I go out and buy an item that I love, like shoes. Boy, I love me some shoes. D- should I or should my wife or girlfriend expect a gift as well or some shoes as well absolutely not there you I go. don't think you should but you I do I don't think you no, should but um sometimes there you go see Jamari is speaking the truth, <laughs> the truth. Did you, okay I think he brought that up because Mm-mm. you know I'm not working I've been home since Talk May about that in a yeah. second, so and then like there. the past three weeks I've been Three shoeboxes and some ASOS bags that some came through this house. And I'm like, where mine at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not only where mine is, like, she sent me images of things that she wanted. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just wanted to know that, like, as a lady, do you expect anything, Jamaria? I don't expect it. Mm-hmm. But you want it. But I do want it. Okay. So, especially because, like, I don't do a lot of frivolous spending anymore. You have gotten better. I'm like, I'm waiting on this. Like, but, but the only reason is because now brands are sending you shit free. So let, it's not because you actually got, you know, you're doing something. You're just getting the same shit for free. 
That's I mean, good, but model. I still could shop because I But there's do. no reason. It was a bag of pink lily and red dress boutique and all these other pink boutiques. Lily. You know what I'm saying? Just coming to the house. Pink now, lily is hopefully like, you telling me that they sending it to you and you ain't really no, just no, buying no, it no. in your other account. No, what no, you no. don't know is. You know what I'm saying? Plot twist. But I still like will go on other websites and like want to buy the stuff and I'm like I don't really need this so I just stop my frugal spending has gotten better I do like Target but I forgot where I was going with this oh so when Marcus doesn't really shop that much mm-hmm. I would explain the same shit over and over and over right <laughs> but every now and then like I'll come home and it'll be like all these bags from the mall mm. and I'm like did you go to the mall today? <laughs> and he like, yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you wait for me to go with you? Because then it turns into and he's like, like a fool. Cause I didn't want to be in there. I got in, I got out. I don't need to be in there all day. That and I'm like, like beard. well, did you give me anything? No, you got enough <laughs> shit. Like you don't need anything. Like, like, what more do you? I don't buy. Have you seen your closet? Said, yeah, just... But a lot of times when I go out and I do like, even if it's Target or whatever, you try I to come find back with something, something for him. him. Like every because time. you know I don't have shit. But. It's the thought. True. Like, it'll be stuff that you don't necessarily need, but I'm just like, oh, Marcus would really like this. And so I just pick it up. That's so nice. I just be like, well, did you see anything that I might like? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking. <laughs> I saw it, but it stayed no, there. Because when I go to Target or anywhere, I'm going to my direct point and I'm and out. I'm leaving. You, I'm the the only way. you see it is because you walk the whole damn store. <laughs> you turn on aisle three. Let me go check out what aisle five Looking at ass. baby shit. We ain't got no babies. <laughs> Speaking of, when you want a baby, bro. Babies around. <laughs> Plot twist. Another one. That's a good question, though. So, like, as far as having kids, because we didn't have these conversations, a lot of people get nervous about, like, I don't want to have a kid if because I think my money is not right. Is that something that you think people should think about? Um, I definitely think that it should be in a con- consideration. Okay. Um, but what I've seen is that you make it happen when you have a kid. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you're a good parent, regardless of what income you make, you're going to make sure that your kid has what they need. Right. Do I think that's the most financially responsible thing to do? I don't think so. Probably not. (laughs) Um, But that's just my personal opinion about it. Right. Because I try to plan out everything, especially on a financial tip anyway. He tries to plan everything. Damn. I just be living, bro. Nah, I really know. don't live. You, you know. I don't. <laughs> I really don't live. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I took a trip out the country um, for my birthday, and I went to the bar, and I ordered a drink for a couple people, and I'm thinking that I had this playing out in my head. But I didn't know that the drinks was going to be $40 a piece. Oh, no. I'm, I'm telling them to pour it back in the um, bottom. You know what I'm saying? Because so it just threw me off. The and, way this, my and this particular trip was the first time that, like, so Marcus is the type of person where we travel and he doesn't go to a hotel and be like, put it on my tab, put it on my tab. He pays as he goes because that so and mentally it, he keeps keep up it with it. Uh, on this smart. trip, it was put it on my tab, put it on my tab. So at the end of the trip, <laughs> oh, don't he, was money money. <laughs> he was small up. Big bank Hank over here. And I'm like, you you knew what you were spending though, but it just seems like more when you looking at it. Lump sum. Yes. And lump sum. <laughs> yes. And he was he just kept staring at the bill like Yeah, that's why I, I just did a uh, a 21 day fast or I talked about a 21 day fast for your money on mm-hmm. my on our last podcast. Mm-hmm. And the main thing that I talked about on there was instead of paying with your card, take out all the cash that you want for the week yep. and just pay you in cash. Yep. I guarantee your spending is going to change. 
because you're going to see the money physically leaving your hand versus yeah, just swiping a card. I feel the money when I, I swipe my up. card. I feel like a vibration goes through my arm. <laughs> why did I buy this? I, I'm the king of buyer's remorse. I'm me telling too. you. Me like, too. I, I can buy some sometimes. nice shit. And I know I really want it. Like, I bought something a long time ago. Uh-oh. So okay. I'm talking about it. And I bought this. <laughs> I purchased these pair of shoes. They was expensive. Man. Very expensive. And, and when I left the store, my, I had to do do. You know what I'm saying? I had to go to the commode because <laughs> I couldn't figure out why the you hell I made it. It was like, hey, why did I do that? I had, listen, I needed Adderall, a Red Bull, and a bang. Because I was in a slump. But boy, when I put them on my feet, you felt <laughs> Watch out, world! Stomping with the big dogs. I was out here. The kind of thing works unless you want a cruise. Cause yeah, we were on the cruise for our honeymoon. Jesus, this was my first cruise ever, mm. and I, this was his first cruise being financially responsible for, obviously, because he wasn't with his parents. So we were there, and we had been tipping everybody who helped us with cash. Jesus, everybody who tipped us with cash. So, I don't even know how much we had spent on tips, but... A pretty penny. The night before it was time to leave, or like almost two nights before, mm-hmm. we got a bill. Yes, we did. For like $650. Yes, we I did. What down. was it for? <laughs> for tips. For gratuity. Oh, we had, we I had, passed out. We had like one excursion on there, so that was probably like 300 of it. Mm-hmm. But the other half was all tips. And you was already tipping people. And we I was already know. big, big broke because we was fresh off the wedding. Oh, <laughs> my God. Talk about that. We were broke. Oh, my God. From the wedding. Oh, you would have been. Oh, my God. Oh, they brought it down. <laughs> oh, I went to talk to them. Oh. We, we, stra- like, we got to straighten out. We was like, you got to knock some of this off because we didn't know that this how y'all did it on this oh, cruise ship went. and we've been paying people Nobody cash. See, us. they was wrong because they should have been like, oh, no, that's going to come at the end, but they going to take that cash. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I don't even blame. The people the guy, that were taking we had the, the same like bellhop come to our room like almost every day. Barrett left him a huge tip. Chill, chill, chill. The last Too much paparazzi. Time. <laughs> <laughs> like, he left him a huge tip like at the end of the week. And he took that tip. He took and it. he wanted the other one. Tips are a privilege. <laughs> so now, now I know. Like, so for people who don't know, when you do go on these cruises, you can opt. Well, it's not even an opt. They will put the gratuity on whatever it is at the end, two days after, two days before you dock back in the port. They will put the gratuity on. So be careful, my people. Be safe out there. We had gotten like a thousand dollars of wedding money or close to it. That's what we used to pay that damn bill. Listen, took all <laughs> at my the money. end of the trip. So speaking yeah. of weddings, stay right there for one second oh though. God. Weddings, man, talk about that. So a wedding, a lot of people, when right before they get married, I hear this a lot where their parents will come and say, All right, Barry, listen. Or matter of fact, India, it's the wedding is for the girl. All right, India, listen. You can either get this nice house that we have for you. I will help you guys purchase a home or you can get the wedding. I wish I got that deal. I was about to say, right. where, do you, where are they doing this thing? White friends, you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. That 400-year gap when that wedding gap was real. But I say all this to say, a lot of us... I ain't never. Well, a lot of us would, like a lot of ladies uh, in our culture would probably still... Opt for the dream. I think they way. would too. I think they would too. I think that you would have twenty three year old me would have Absolutely. probably opted for the wedding, and I would have been looking at you like you crazy. Yeah, yeah just because back then I just I, I wanted my wedding. I wanted right. my wedding. I wanted my wedding. 
But now I'm just kind of like, if we had got married at this point, I probably would have like still wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I probably would have still wanted a wedding. Right. But like a little piece of that money, and then take the rest. And Ooh, you ain't lying. You know, like. For what? Scales. You spent all this money for I one think day. Bear wanted. No, I, I think you wanted the wedding more than I did. Whoa! Well, listen. Plot twist. He did. <laughs> he did. I'm he a did. little Not different. Not saying that I didn't want the wedding, but I definitely wanted a small wedding. Like mm. I wanted a very small wedding. He wanted to invite all the MTSU to the wedding. So the thing about me that people know from listening to the podcast, <laughs> and the thing about India that people know from listening to the podcast is you got the fun police and you got the people that are running from the police. You can I... keep calling me the fun police. I do not care. I know you don't care, but let me tell my story I, real quick. All of those quick. people that was at the wedding... Who, we don't talk to half of them. It don't even matter. I just hope they had a great damn time. I just want to party. We had an expensive party. I don't want to hurt we nobody. Facts. Party. That's all it is. That's all the women too is. fucking fast. Yeah. I got tired of smiling in pictures. I skipped the red, the other half of the reception. I sat in the hallway of the hotel. She, in the she did. I was tired. I was partying. Oh, I partied the whole Me night. Me too. I'm with you. Mm-mm. I was I'm like, really like, like About halfway in, I was over it. No. Well, we know why you was over it. Here we go. He was sick. Oh, you were? You had a boo-boo? No, he was... I, I did. was hung over from the night before. Oh, man. I did. I had to boo-boo. Chill, man. You nasty. <laughs> you I had, I you had the win. nervous shits three days oh, before too. the wedding. I did, crazy. too, but the night before. Like, that that night, I didn't get much sleep because They started I had on that. Thursday. Yeah, and followed bad. me through Saturday morning. <laughs> now, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. We talked about this earlier. I think we did. But how important is credit when it comes to a relationship? Well, not even a marriage. How important is credit when you begin to get married and start to think about spending the rest of your life with a person? I mean, it's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, you should try to guard it, right, as as much as you can. Now, I understand. So, that, well, bad credit. Like, say, for instance, one person has really good credit and mm-hmm. one person has really bad credit. Do you think that should make or break a, I don't, poten- a potential union. No, nah, that's what I, I was gonna. Say. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Because you can fix your credit. Yeah, it's not like you know some people who with bad credit it's they not made a, a mistake. Sentence. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not, not like eternal. you can't fix it. But the problem is, is that because we mess up our credit, then when it comes to building like a financial plan for yourself, you mess yourself up because you're so trying to get your credit straight. Yeah. And so what a lot of times people do is, all right, my credit's bad. I'm gonna try to pay off my debt, mm-hmm. right? And then it becomes a cycle. And so now we look up and it's five, 10 years later, I ain't started saving for my retirement, you know? And so now I just invested into paying my debt off and I have nothing, Yeah. right? And so sometimes, depending on how old you are, I'll say, your credit messed up. Let's invest into an asset that could potentially pay off your debt later. That's true. Man, I right? like the way you think. You know what I'm saying? Because you wasting all this time that we can't get back. Time is the most precious commodity we have. We mm. can't go back. A luxury. So, you know, really just think about it. But it's not a deal breaker. It can be fixed. There's so many people out here who can help you do it. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's so many tricks, like the authorized user thing that I talked about. Yep. Um, you know, paying off I one had of your no credit. I no idea about that. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people say the number is 30%. But if you could take one of your cars and go down to 7%, your score is going to go up. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. So there are so many tricks that you can do. That Just if your partner, if, you, if they with you, they can help you do that, right? Yeah. Because y'all got two incomes and it's supposed to be our money, right? Mm-hmm. Not your money, his money, or her money. If we put it together, help me pay mine off and now we got more buying power. Mm-hmm. Because really credit is better than cash. Right. Yeah. 
Regardless of what Dave Ramsey says. Man, do you like Dave Ramsey? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't like Dave Ramsey. I don't like Dave Ramsey. Let me tell you, he be screaming at you. You um, need to go and get some cash, brother. <laughs> Sound like Macho Man. Sit your Macho uh, Man ass down. I will, I will say that from a... Uh, a cash management standpoint, he does a good job. But I okay. want to tell people that he's not a financial advisor, right? He's in the business of selling mm. or budgeting. Yeah. Right? So if he doesn't do this, how can he talk to people about doing this? So his favorite term is go buy term life insurance, invest the rest. Well, people buy term and then they don't do, they spend the rest, right? So what is term life insurance? Stop right there. Okay. Because all my people might not know. Because you know I don't. You, you know me. So basically what term <laughs> is, it's a, um, it's a life insurance policy that has a duration on it that it's going to expire. So you can buy a 20-year, 10-year, 30-year. It's super cheap, right? Okay. So if you're you know, in your 20s, 30s, you're looking at under $20 to get $150,000, $200,000 of insurance. But at some point, it's going to expire. Right. And so once it goes away, it's gone. So you're going to have to convert it into a permanent pro- product eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So his famous thing to say is go buy some term life insurance and then invest the rest of your money into the stock market. But we all know that most people are not investing their money in the stock market. They go into Target and get you know, 99 cent socks. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't and even teach. The money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Them socks cute. <laughs> <laughs> so now, nah, man. So that, that's, that's good to know because a lot of people, they, they live and listen. If Dave Ramsey worked for you, I'm not knocking Dave Ramsey. Yeah. yeah Again, from, from managing your, your budget and building, um, you know, a household as far as how you're going to save, save and, and, you know, live your day to day. Cool. But when it talks about wealth management, right, he's mm-hmm. not your guy. Okay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So for every Dave Ramsey out there. There's also also a David McKnight who's gonna talk to you about how to build wealth or nice. Ed Slot or Warren Buffett, right? So yep. people who are gonna talk to you about actually building wealth, not just managing cash. Because okay. those are two completely different things. See, a lot of people don't know that, including myself. And it's all right <laughs> to say to any that you know any of okay, I, I know you. Know, <laughs> but you know you know what? Listen, thing. but what the thing is, like I'm so ignorant, like when it comes to finances, just simply because like how I grew up, yeah. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Same. Like finances, that that comes from that's like generational. Generational. Um, if your parents didn't know how to manage money, they they couldn't have taught you how to manage it's gonna money. Trickle so to you, you know, you grow right. up not knowing how to manage money. Yeah, that's why I ended up like with credit cards. And co- I should have never gotten a credit card in college. We well, should have got it. You just shouldn't. There you I go. There you go. <laughs> I didn't it's know not to max it. it out. There right. you go. Right, right. I got a credit card and I maxed it out. And it was yeah. like a small credit card. It was like a student credit card that First mm-hmm. Tennessee used to do. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody in college could just go and get their credit card, honestly. Yeah. It was a student credit card. The limit was only five hundred dollars. I kept it at five hundred. Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> I can max out five hundred in a day. It's like a second. Yeah, show. exactly. Especially going to Target. You right. know what I'm saying? Easy Leave work. Target alone. Like, I literally kept it at five hundred. You just, know, so that that was like the start of my bad spending habits. You I know think what I'm that saying? the best thing that you just did is that you acknowledge that you don't know. I get so tired of talking to people who. They think because they make a lot of money that right. they understand how money works. Those two things don't correlate. So I can be a millionaire and I can still be done with money. Sure. Right? NBA. There you go. Yeah. Right? And so first time I said that, Jamari looked at me crazy. What do you mean millionaires don't know how to... Right? Mm-hmm. They, they, Did I do that? I well, don't remember this conversation. I do. I, I, I do. <laughs> I definitely do. Right? It so been I t- years ago. Yeah, it was a few years ago. But I tell people, you know, 80% of my day is education. Right versus in other communities, they already know the things that they need to do. So it's more of an implementation. So yep. ours is we got to learn learn about it 
And so we're hesitant because we don't understand it. And because of our ignorance on it, then we wait and we don't ever do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So, And we're like our own worst enemy, too. Like, we never really want people to help us. Nope. Yeah. Because we don't want people to know our business. You know what? Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's kind of half. So Help. it was like a couple years ago, um, we met with this one financial guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we were married yet. Or we may have just, I don't know. We may not have been married yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I was sitting in the meeting and I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> yeah. I was like crickets. And I was just Yo. like. Yeah, like yeah, so I didn't want to know. Right, <laughs> it takes a while to get past that, but you have to trust. Like you have to feel like you can trust the person. There you go. And yeah. at the end of the day, like that's why I think that somebody like Marcus, like a financial planner, yes. is important because he's not just here to like take your money and invest it in the market or take a cut. Like that's not what he's here for. He's here to like help you to grow and to be better and he's getting to know you ins and out. I mean, you landed all that on the table for him and right he's on. not here to judge any situation that you're going through because he's seen a little bit of everything. That's true. Well, and, and, and I think a lot of, I want you to talk a little bit more about that because you know, black people always think people are trying to scam them. Yeah, That's another reason why. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Let me stop you right there because I think you're about to say something that I don't want you to say because it's going to be my relationship. And I don't nah, want you to I was ruin just... it. <laughs> can I hit the button? And we can continue this conversation. But let okay. me do what I do and get to my favorite segment of the show. Now unqualified <laughs> advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B-Love's relationship is brought to you in part by the flavor of that peach nectar red bull it's in my veins right now and i spend a lot of money frivolously on red <laughs> bull that's what i do but my rela- to know how much you spend a month on red bull my relationship frivolous. is very frivolous <laughs> my relationship this week goes out to everybody each each person under the sound of my voice right now and everybody who needs to hear this I think it's very important to go out and try to understand and get somebody to help you manage money and plan for investing if you don't know how to do it. I was in a situation where I left my old job and I had this lump sum of money. Boy, when I saw that money, I'm like, I'm finna ball out (laughs) Red Bull. ASOS, Express, um, a whole lot of other things. <laughs> I'm about to buy so much with this money. But I thought about it. I said, let me back up. Let me be smart. Now, I also thought about when I had that money, let me go out and put all that money into another business idea. Now, all of these thoughts ran through my head, and I feel like all of them were valid. But I reached out to my friend. I'm like, man, listen, I need some help because... What I don't know, guess what? I just don't know. And it's nothing wrong with going to ask somebody for assistance when it's a subject matter that you don't know. We are not all subject matter experts when it comes to every single thing. Now, facts. a lot of us feel like, that. man, I don't even make enough money to even start investing. And that's even more reason to find somebody to talk because you might not know. You can only make 
McDonald's, hey, the minimum wage just went up. Fifteen dollars. The house, yeah, the house just passed the bill. Fifteen dollars. Wow. So guess what? Oh, McDonald's, you boy, listen, you back there getting that Big Mac, um, two beef patties with a sesame seed bun and some special <laughs> sauce. You too, my friend, can go out and get you some financial planning assistance. Now, with that being said. You can ask Marcus your question because this whole episode is centered around finance. And Marcus, if y'all haven't guessed it by now, is a financial planner, manager, shit, I don't know, lady, all the above. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> I was just going to ask you to, you know, explain more about your role just mm-hmm. because we're talking about black people yep. and black people you always that. think that people are scamming them. Yeah. It's like, we do. you're trying to take my money. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Like, why do you need to know so much about mm-hmm. my money? Well, the little money that I have, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So, it just kind of... I do all it, right. Yeah. Well, you want to know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's, it's, it's so many people in our culture that grow up. I mean, <laughs> grow up. They're already grown. But they end up in retirement in pro- poverty. Absolutely. Like in every old That's why person, you got Walmart greeters. Like, yeah. I, For sure. I know very few well-off elder people. You mean yeah. me as well? Same. Like, most of them are uh, government-assisted. Yep. Um, uh, so, a couple things, right? So, one thing is to understand that everybody in the financial professional uh, industry is not created equal. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I'm pretty sure that everybody out here is in some type of industry and there are like industry standards for for every industry. Right. Right. So what you want to do is make sure that the person that you're talking to is actually a financial planner, because there's a difference between a financial planner, an insurance broker. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, somebody who a financial analyst. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. So they're they're all different types of tiers. And one credible source that you can go to is called FINRA Broker Check, right? So you can go FINRABrokerCheck.org. Wait, what is it? FINRA, F-I-N-R-A. Okay. I was sure about to say spell .org. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going to spell FINRA. <laughs> F-I-N-D-R-A. <laughs> so uh, FINRA is like the governing body for this, the stock industry. I was going to oh. say securities industry, but you know, I'm not trying to talk over your head. So, yep. uh, Plain English. Keep it right here. <laughs> yes, so, you can type no in Espanol. whoever their name is. Okay. If they are real, they will pop up on okay. FINRA. On FINRA Broker Check. FINRA right? Broker so, Check. And it'll tell you everything about them. Right? So it'll tell you who they work for, the okay. firms they're with, the type of licenses. Right? Um, so I tell people too, like, Make sure that if you're having a conversation about building wealth, that you're actually talking to an investment advisor, mm-hmm. right? And so if you go to that broker check, you'll be able to see on there to have an IA on there, which stands for investment advisor. Ooh. And then that'll let you know this person can actually take my money and invest it into the stock market. Gotcha. Because a lot of times you'll go to, and I hate to call them out, but your Prime Americas or your Trans America, and they're trying to sell you some insurance, which you need that stuff, but they're you know, promoting themselves as if they were a true financial planner, but they're really just one part of the, of the whole bubble. Mm -hmm. Now in my practice, I am an investment advisor, but I also use insurance too, because it's a, it's a leg that, that fits to the overall plan, but that's not the only thing that we do. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So do your homework on them, you know, ask the right questions. Yep. Um, and just make sure that, 
one of, or just know that one of the main reasons why they're asking you about your financial situation is because they're truly trying to figure out what we can do to make it better off. Okay. Right. Because mm-hmm. I want to help you build wealth, but I also want to see what your goals are because I talk to a lot of young people and they say, I want to retire at age 50. Yes, I had that question. Go ahead. Preach on it. Um, But I think that the number one problem is that, yes, sir. that your expectations are kind of off. There you go. Come on. Because now we gotta got to have realistic expectations. If I got $7,000 in expenses. Yeah. Right. Every month. Just let's just say. And I only got $200,000 saved at age 60. That money is going to be gone. Yeah, it's just not going to work, <laughs> right? Or you're 30 right now. You haven't started saving for your retirement, but you told me you're going to retire at 50. How? How? Right? And so one of my number one questions I ask people, and I'm going to ask y'all, and I know I'm putting y'all on the spot, yep. but could y'all tell me right now, what is the maximum amount of money that I can put in my 401k? The maximum amount? The maximum amount every year. Every year. Um, I don't know. I, I should know this. I don't know either. But and I live with them. Does, does it matter if your company is vested it in the 401k? None of that matters. Okay. So the maximum amount of money I could put in my 401k is $500,000. <laughs> I don't know. So that's, and that's my whole point too. Okay. Right? Because we don't even know what we can do. Okay. Right? So if we don't know what we can do, then we're not doing it. We don't know what we don't know. Right. So I'm the maximum amount. And, and the funny thing is when somebody thinks they know a little bit, I can put in 3%. <laughs> because that's what they doing yep. No that's just what you putting in Is 3% of your salary Right right. That's not the max Right So that's the cool. maximum amount of money That I can put in Is $19,000 a year Oh Right okay. How many people Do you think Are putting $19,000 In their 401k Probably not many Very Very <laughs> Right How many people But you yeah. just told me You want to retire at 50 But you're not even Maxing this thing out And the other thing That you didn't think about is I ain't paid no taxes On this money it's true. Mm. But you can do this by yourself. Right. Right? So that's where talking to a financial planner can help it's a you. good thing. We need this knowledge. That gap because we need to know I can put 19000 This ain't been taxed. Right? When it was first invented, it was actually a three-part system. Like, it's so much stuff that when you talk to somebody who understands this stuff, they can put you on game about how this stuff really works to get you to put money in places that's going to work for you, mm-hmm. but also be tax efficient. Because that's another another thing that we aren't doing. Because the trend now is I want to invest all my money in the real estate. That's what everybody's <laughs> going to do. Everybody's going to be the next... Oh, I almost said a bad name. Everybody's <laughs> gonna, everybody wants to be the next big real estate mogul. But everybody can't like... Listen... Everybody's not going to be Bernice Burgos when it comes to bartending. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> Somebody has to be the Hooters girl. So everybody's not going to be I the next big real estate mogul. I'm just saying. No, like, it's real. But hey. I will say that, you know, the wealth in this country was created three ways. Right. Okay. Real estate, stock market, and businesses. Right. Right. Everybody's caught up into this real estate thing. But number one, nobody's thinking about the ta- tax consequences on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, we ain't, we don't have the right paperwork as far as how we're holding this stuff. We just doing it in our names. We ain't forming no type of businesses, right? We don't have an LLC for this stuff. It's true, right? And so now, no, if, we got, hey, we got an LLC. We do, okay. But now, <laughs> if I die, what happens? What happens now? Estate? Yeah, where does it go? What, who's like? Re- because it don't just go away, right? Right, I don't got enough life insurance, so now I just got this big tax bill and this property that I don't own all the way out because I'm still paying for it. Mm-hmm. 
Now what? Man. I got. I, I just made me think about something else. Like, like, like keeping that same, keeping that same legacy it mindset. Gets so deep. I know. I, I know we're running way past our I'm, usual, but it's good. So no. in your element. But, let, but let's life. keep going. Um, I like this Love because it. a lot of people don't know it, and a lot of people want to hear it um, in a way that is plain. And we're doing a hell of a job right yeah. now. Like, so how important is it, or when should you start thinking about saving for your kids? college fund because the thing about it is a lot of us we talked about that right mm. having student debt a lot of us didn't get the ability to um not take out a loan you know we some of us had to take out loans in order to participate in college yes um so how important or when matter of fact when should you start saving so for i'm gonna tell a quick story a quick story i promise i'm gonna be real quick do you think uh but I would say Jamari like yeah see, right see, see. what's uh, quick no, and the only reason only reason why it's fresh on my mind is because I was just talking to somebody about this okay okay so the first answer is immediately okay right even before or when you have a child when they get pregnant yeah let's think about a plan okay now the question then becomes where how to do it right mm -hmm. right so there's many different options right so you got five two nine plans you got custodian plans you got cordova you got you know utma ugma so it's so many different choices and somebody I, I just heard custodian ugma and utma right we and i'm not gonna get into those details before. that's yeah. i know but other than that I about know. all those if you want to know more about it then you need to hit up your financial professional now, <laughs> but where can they find you they can hit me on, at, on my email at marcus at johnsoncap.com or you can follow me on Instagram at Marcus Deontay J. We dropped the gun with the Instagram. We're going to talk about just, that later. But anyway, I was so, to say, that wasn't even your financial Instagram page. But you can still get me. But anyway, <laughs> um, so the other thing is, is that what's important about um, for your college education, for your kids and yes. doing things for your kids, is that to ensure your kids' insurability. So when your kid is born, getting some insurance on your kid. And I'm not, some of y'all are like, well, what does that have to do with my college savings? Because you can actually get a insurance plan that builds cash value that you can use for your kids' college, college education that's tax-free. <laughs> and the story behind that is... Um, I, I have, told Barry this. <laughs> what you mean you told me this? And he was like, for what? Oh, you told me it was for take out a savings account for Blake. No, I didn't. That's not what I so said. You, so I you, knew about, you knew about UGG and UPMA? I didn't know about all of that stuff, but... So you knew about I a custodian account, needed, right? I, I don't have to know the types of... I don't I don't need to know the names of whatever. I just say he needed it. But you know about and a custodian you talk, account. You talk to Marcus. So I said, you need to talk to Marcus about the, it. The only custodian account that you know is the man cleaning up the college. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So quick story. Yeah, go ahead, bro. So I was talking to a client... Um, who said that I'm glad I talked to a financial professional. Right. Because what I did was I took his advice and I insured my kid. The kid, we did it at three months, mm -hmm. right? At year three, the kid got struck by lightning. Damn. Oh, wow. So I don't know if you know, but if you get struck by lightning, I mean, it don't happen a whole bunch, but no. you're, you're not insurable anymore. Whoa. Ever. Oh. So had he not got that policy, his kid would have never been insured. So wow. he did that. He built this cash through his policy. His kid went to Yale and through this policy, they only had $6,000 of debt. Wow. wow. That's <laughs> incredible. So the policy um, continued <laughs> on story. even after he got struck by lightning. Because he did it before. It's right. I told did he him. Got, did he get superpowers after getting nah, struck man. by lightning? So ask the 
So Turning the light yeah, light. Oh, in, in real life, the <laughs> kid. Water, you know. In real life, the kid um, had like brain damage, so now he has like autism and stuff oh because of that. But I he still graduated, and so he was super smart because he was good. Ill and right. all that stuff. So good. I just told him I was like, we need some type of like life insurance so, policy on. We have one, Blake, hey, or whatever. She's this a all I, no, no, no. This was this was before. Oh, okay, okay. We had one. She's a hater, man. I said, and in he was podcast. like, he was like, for what? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, you just never know what can happen, right? Or whatever. Like, cause my mom told me that when, uh, me and all my siblings were born, she put life insurance policies on all of us, cause you know she was like, she's like, all these families be around here with GoFundMe's and all this stuff yeah. on the kids. Because they didn't think to get to get life insurance for the kids because right. they're kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's that was my point. And he was like getting all worked up, and I was like, "Because nobody Let's wants go see about." I mean, you don't want to think about it. No, you don't want to nah, think nah, about it, it. So let me get here. So nobody want, wants to think the worst when they have a kid. Right. But in this situation, how Marcus just explained it, it's more than just a life insurance policy. There you go. Yeah. It's more and than it's an investment true about piece. like not wanting to think the worst. I mean, you don't even want to think the worst about your spouse right. when it comes to life insurance. But like Marcus and I had to have that conversation because I was at one point I was like, if something wants to happen to you, I don't really know. Like I knew he had life insurance on himself and I have a life insurance policy as well. But like, I didn't really know what to do in that instance. And I'm like, I pray to God, nothing happens to you. Mm-hmm. But if something was to happen to you, like, who do I call? Where do I go? Like, what, what am I supposed to give the people? Like, you don't know. And yeah. I, I had, I had no idea. So we you literally had know. to have a full in depth conversation about it where thing. he gave me yeah. like the policy numbers yeah. and like all this stuff. <laughs> and it kind of oh, like man. made me cry. But <laughs> we cried. Well, I cried about it. But yeah, then I was I like, cried. I was like, all right, well, we're done with you this conversation. Cried. <laughs> like, we we're done. <laughs> but Together. I mean, I knew it had to happen because I literally, I knew nothing. I mean, it's, I mean, because he handles the finances. Exactly. I'm like, Marcus, you are the one who handles the finances. But if something happened to you. I mean, you, you you just don't think that at like I'm 28, you don't think that you right. need to be having those type of conversations when you're 28, but you do. Nah. Mm-hmm. They call me finance Frank. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got it in the bank. Ching, ching. I can't. La, I la, 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 wait till I get my money right. What? I knew somebody was going to do it. That's why I <laughs> yes, indeed. Finance Frank. With the money in the bank. So, I can't... I don't want to prolong the pod, but I do have, like, one or two more questions. Now, A lot, it was a fad. I don't know if it's coming back or not, but is there a huge difference? And what should we do when it comes to old Bitcoin and stock market? You know what I'm going to ask. Yeah, so... Uh, old Bitcoin. I'm a, a huge proponent of the stock market, Crypto. right? That's how I started my career as a stockbroker, right? Okay. So I'm never going to talk bad about, you know, stock market. Um, Bitcoin, to me, uh, I wouldn't personally invest in it. And again, I'm not giving you financial advice, so don't, you know, on right. this matter, right? So... Your opinion for yourself. I think the real technology or the real play is in the blockchain, right. not the actual coins, gotcha. right? Because right now, I can't go to the bank and pull out Bitcoins, <laughs> Like, how am I getting my money, right? So it's really for criminals doing illegal activities mm-hmm. for now. I'm not saying it won't change. That right. person with the water money in their pocket with the You know what I'm saying? They, they, they got the Bitcoins. Um, money in the shoebox. And, you know, also, I think that... We know that, a Bitcoin guy. 
<laughs> I think that you're a little late to start to start now. Right. You already missed the curve. If so, you was gonna make money, you should have already been in it. So my next question would be in, in that situation, like, do you have any advice for people who don't want to miss the next curve? Like, do, can you foresee? I know you're not Cleo. Mm-hmm. If you were, boy, we'd be out here rich. Facts Man. of life. <laughs> what I'm talking about, we'd be in Living I, our best life. Right. You know <laughs> but yeah, like, so what's the, cause somebody told me, I don't know anything about it. I don't know much about it. Okay. But foreign exchange. I mean, so again, another, tr- X, whatever. Another trend, okay. right? Um, the dollar is going to be the dollar, right? The government is not going to let anything happen to the U.S. dollar. And that's what I keep hearing about, okay. right? Because there's just too much. Now, what I will say is that you got to understand the difference between a physical real dollar and a note, right? So if you pulled out a dollar bill right now, it's going to say Federal Reserve note, mm-hmm. right? So it's not a physical thing. It's not backed by anything, okay? right? So like when you go overseas, some of the money is backed by a commodity like gold or oil or stuff like that. Over here, we don't really have that. So to me, you can probably make a little bit, but I don't think that's the real the real play either. The okay. real play, I think, for you is waiting for the markets to crash and buy, 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 buy. There you go. Yeah, buy when the streets are bloody, not when the streets are clean. <laughs> <laughs> Finance Frank, money in the bank. <laughs> Change my name. So um, you saying just be ready? I'm saying just okay. get get your money ready, right? Have your cash ready to go when the markets tank because we've been in the longest bull market in history, right? So what does that mean? That means that- I have no idea. That it's been going up, 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 okay. up, 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 right? That's all that's been happening. We haven't really had any corrections in the market. And with anything, what goes up must come down, For right? sure, yeah. For sure must. So that's what's going to happen. And when the markets are down, or let's, last example, if we go to Target right now <laughs> and everything in Target is 50% off, what are you going to do? Buy it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when the markets are fifty percent off, what are you? You should be buying. Boy, I'm out here in the streets. That's where the wealth naked. is created, right? Okay. So that's buying the play everything. I think you should, you should be waiting for. And if all of us took all our buying power and start buying in the market when it was down, we would create a whole bunch of millionaires. There you go. There you go. So India, before I get to you, I got one last thing. I know I said that was the last thing. My last thing would be. Sweetie, we gotta do mine. I for mean, everybody. Episode. All right. Well, we, all right. Well, my last thing then. Is it a good idea to when a Brinks truck flies, the door flies open <laughs> on the Brinks truck, is it a sound investment to hop your ass out of the car and take a couple of dollars? I, I mean, so. you got to do what you got to do. Listen, that's going to make our relationship stronger. <laughs> Talking about finances I'm and relationships. That's when you take the money and do the bitcoins. <laughs> I told my homeboys that I'm riding around now with a handheld vacuum cleaner because just in case, I'm sucking up all the dollar bills. They talking about give that money back, man. It's you crazy. I'm giving back like two hundred dollars and I'm saving because it two hundred thousand dollars. It's not like like before this truck flew up in Atlanta last week. There was another truck that flew yeah, off. Yeah, this and ain't the first that, time it happened. Yeah, they said that uh, people gave the money back. And it's like, how would you know? Unless it's camera it's traceable, though, right? I mean, the if the bills was marked, marked oh, but I don't so, know if all of them okay. are. Cause... I would just try to trade it in. So who you know who can do that? Bring it back. Bring it back. I'm gonna go to the bank and I'm gonna be like, here's yeah, let me get some five thousand dollars in twenties. Can I get it jail. in hundreds? <laughs> I like that, Jamari. I like the way you're thinking. I like the way you're thinking. Listen, so man, this is this episode has been very informative. It's been fun, and I want 
all of you guys, if you have any questions, you can send them to us and we'll funnel them through. We know who to get them to and we can have y'all on for a part two if questions start to come in that we didn't get a chance to answer. But in the meantime, in between time, Jamaria, tell the people where they can find you. Um, y'all can find me on Instagram at Jamaria Olivia J. And I have a blog, ThroughJamsEyes.com. Talk to him. Marcus, now listen, you got to give your information, your email again, your Instagram, because I feel like somebody's going to want some help. Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, so you can uh, reach me via email at Marcus at JohnsonCap.com, um, or you can hit me on Instagram uh, through my business page at Johnson Capital Planning or Marcus Deontay J. There you have it. You can also check them out on their pod called our house and go ahead and give them a listen. India. Apple, uh, SoundCloud. Yep. Are y'all anywhere else? Google Play. Google Play. Mm-hmm. On your favorite DSP. <laughs> you know what a DSP is, India? Mm-mm. It's a demand slide platform. Never mind. It's, it's not a demand. It's something else about it. India, tell them where they so can you find you. You can use your acronyms. But <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Digital streaming platform. Y'all knew what it was. Digital nah, streaming platform. India, tell the people where they can find you. India.marie on Instagram. India-marie.com. Shopindieboutique.com. Mm. All the websites. India, did the blog post come in yet? At this point, it did. Yeah, okay, we shall see. Um, you can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social avenues. Be sure to follow us on She and I Podcast on Instagram, She and I Podcast on Facebook, and please like, subscribe, and leave us five stars. If you are a hater like my wife, this might not be for you, man. You know, we're trying to make people happy and spread a little knowledge. Hey, so man. don't hate. <laughs> Take your one star ass the hell on. Also, when you hear this episode, we will have a clip of She and I Live Part 2 up and ready. Clip will be available right now. So go to YouTube and type in She and I Podcast Live I think the number two, perhaps. Anyway, you can find it. The link is in the bio. Click it right now. Click it. All right, cool. See y'all next time. It's been real. It's been fun. This is she. 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 Ah. Ah. Ouch. Ouch. Ouch.